0: Hi. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hi. So I'm really excited about today's episode because we've got a very special guest. Uh, Sudhanshu is joining us all the way from India. Um, And um, I'm going to let Sudanshi do a lot of the talking but I just really want to give him a very brief introduction. Um, I came across Sudanshi when a friend of mine liked um, his post on LinkedIn um, and he's created a human and AI crafted film about climate change so today we're going to be exploring that with sudanshu and we're going to be uh, talking about ai and climate change and his motivations and it's, it's all very exciting so uh, i'm really pleased to, to have you here sudanshu so hello and welcome
1: hey hi bema Hi, am like excited to be here
0: yeah. um would you like to say a bit about yourself before we get started
1: sure yeah so um it's about me like I have been in the startup industry since the last seven, eight years, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm not a filmmaker just to clear it out to
0: mm-hmm. start
1: with. So I'm a product manager by profession. So mm-hmm. I've been into product, uh, in startups here in India and large startups here in India, since the last seven, eight years, had a couple of startups, with my own as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, some of my products are used today by over like 2 million users. Mm-hmm. Uh, across industries, across logistics, supply chain, like some of my products are deployed in airlines as well. Uh, so so that's a major part of me. But mm-hmm. since the past one year, uh, I've kind of taken a break uh, to explore different industries. The first half of the year went into exploring uh, like climate sciences, uh, exploring supply chain, and the climate impact on it, and how to make it more sustainable. Uh, I then took a few months to travel across the country, and uh, like try to explore, do a lot of experiments with whatever new has been coming up. Right, so in the last seven eight months, I have been into uh, like the AI, the newer AI tools, Gen AI tools that have been coming up, and doing visual experiments. So I started with creating uh, like l- like lot of newer like visuals using Mid Journey. Uh, but as I did that, I realized that it's not providing some sort of continuity. It's not mm-hmm. giving like it, like I was having some visuals in front of me, but it was not creating a story. Mm-hmm. That's when I started uh, like using the AI video tools mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like started creating shorter shorter movies. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, but the, the thing started getting uh, serious when I uh, like took part in an AI film competition uh, just three or four weeks back. Uh, and we delivered a film in 48 hours straight. So that was, that was something that seemed magical and almost impossible to think probably a year back. Mm -hmm. Uh, so so that's, that's how, that's how the interest came in, uh, like using AI to create stories, stories that probably you would not see the light of the day, if Mm -hmm. not for the tools that we have today.
0: Wow, that's that's really amazing. That's uh, that's really impressive that you did that in 48 hours. Um I mean, who would have thought like, you know, a few years ago or a decade ago we'd be able to do that, right?
1: Yeah. Even a year back, it was layers yeah. like, unimaginable.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's really great. Um and I've got some questions for you. And um just just so we make our listeners aware, um your your film, you describe it as um it's AI and human crafted so our questions today will also be AI and human crafted so there'll be a mix of both just to keep up with the spirit of your your film Um, but before we get into questions are you able just to describe your film and uh, we will be sharing the link to your film in our notes but if you're just able to tell our listeners a little bit about your film that would be great
1: yeah so uh, okay so the film that we would be sharing later uh, is is on the theme of climate change. Uh, Initially, when I thought about it, uh, Mm -hmm. I thought of creating it entirely using one of the earlier tools that I was using. Uh, But when I saw uh, OpenAI Zora being launched last week, Mm -hmm. I I saw that probably the earlier tool that I would be using uh, would be archaic, like Mm -hmm. in a week, right, like if this comes in. And uh, they had some great clips on their site, which uh, somehow all tied up in the theme of climate change. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought of like crafting it into a story with using some of the clips that I generated with another tool and Mm -hmm. with Sora into a movie, uh, which would have some meaning. It would not just be, let's say, a short movie uh, with some scenes and stuff just for the sake of it. Uh, it should it should reach out to audiences to see the potential of AI, and at the same time, if people are amazed and with the message, mm-hmm. uh, that would do the job. So generally, uh, the messages that reach to people uh, in an impactful way is is the message that generates a shock as well, mm-hmm. right? Uh, climate change is something that people already know about. Uh, probably they're not, uh, maybe right now they're not very serious about it. But using a tool like AI video and with a trend that Sora has created, I thought this could create a shock, uh, wherein people would, uh, like at least realize that climate change is a serious problem mm-hmm. in like, obviously it was done in a very animated manner and stuff, mm-hmm. but, uh, in that one and a half minutes, it was able to deliver a message. So,
2: so mm-hmm.
1: that's, so that was objective. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That sounds uh, really great. Um, so um, I, I do want to get into some of the more technical details but before we do that, um, uh, I just want to understand what your motivations were for for using climate uh, change and climate science as a subject.
1: Sure. So uh, so I come from a part of India mm-hmm. uh, wherein like uh, like from my childhood I've seen cyclone coming in every like every year or two. Uh, so earlier when I was like, I I was a kid, like a five-year-old, 10-year-old, the cyclones were coming, like severe cyclones were coming like every three years, every two years or so, Mm -hmm. since the past couple of years, 10 years or so, it has, it's like two cyclones every year. Right. So that was something that I really connected to. So. Uh, two years back, I joined a course, uh, a climate change course by, by a, like a relatively newer startup called, uh, Terra.do. Mm-hmm. it's, it's again, a, like a global climate platform. So that actually gave me a lot of insights into how climate works. What's the climate science, what we can do, we, as let's say, uh, tech professionals, how we can contribute and stuff. So that, so that's, so that's how my climate journey began, like approximately one, one and a half years back. Uh, I tried to explore some of the initial ideas, like, let's say, creating a climate platform for supply chain companies to make them more sustainable and stuff. But that's something I realized probably not the right time to start now. Uh, and when I got into AI videos, uh, I thought it should it should not just be something for entertainment, it should deliver a message, right? And climate was something that I related to closely, one of the, first, like one, one of the top two, top three topics that I relate to closely. So that's where I decided, like, let's go with climate here Mm -hmm. and the clips that I saw from Sora, I couldn't find a single theme other than climate here. Like, like I thought of multiple other themes, but somehow all the dots just connected to climate. Mm -hmm. So, So that's, so that's how I decided. Let's, let's take climate change as the theme here.
0: that's um that's really great um, I'm uh you know um, that you feel motivated but I also feel uh, quite sad for you that you you've been experiencing um, you know cyclones and the devastating impacts of uh climate change um you know it's it's uh, it's it's quite it's quite sad that you know there are countries um, out there that really experience it more so than some of the other countries and I think what you're doing is really uh, inspirational to put this message out there um, so yeah so i do want to get into some of the more details uh about um the movie um so you mentioned a couple of uh platforms i think you said sora and uh runway and 11 labs for visuals um are you kind of able to um explain to our listeners what those um what those apps are and sort of how they work
1: yes so uh is it okay if i start with the process or you just want to move into the tools
0: yeah yeah your process will be great we really want to understand your process
1: sure okay uh so there's like two parts to it one is for a shorter movie uh so i'm currently following a 72 hours process which i'm treating like a 72 hour marathon right like so uh the first 48 hours is when you kind of get a product and the last, uh, 24 hours is when you kind of make it a finished product. Right. Uh, so this, this process is aimed at, uh, you know, the objective here is to have a product, which appeals, uh, which doesn't take a lot of time to create, uh, but at the same time, uh. It's done at one stretch, so as to like put like has to keep that continuity uh, in in the work, right? So uh, so what I do is uh, in the 72 hours, the first six to eight hours is something where I'll flesh out a story, right? And again, like it's I go back to some of the things that I relate to or some of the themes that I've written earlier, right? Uh, I'll flesh out a story, I'll put out some characters and stuff. Uh, then what I do is again like. For some movies, you do a complete storyboarding. For some movies uh, where you already have, let's say, longer scenes, you would not go into storyboarding. You would just, let's say, do a rough storyboarding for a movie, which would need, let's say, a detailed storyboarding. So what I do is I just go to ChatGPT. I like chat with it regarding my story and give it some context, right? Uh, So once I give it some context, I tell him that act like a movie maker like a blockbuster movie maker, who has won, let's say 10 Oscars, whose movie is watched by billions of people around the world, and ask ChatGPT to create a matrix for me with the scenes, with the camera angles, with the dialogues and stuff, then it gives me a matrix, right? Now I have a storyboard of, let's say somewhere around, uh, for a one and a half uh, minute or two minutes movie, there would be, let's say, approximate uh, 40 to 50 scenes. Right, so uh, ChatGPT would now give me a matrix with the scenes, with the camera angles, with the description of it of the scenes, and if I let's say want subtitles for it, probably subtitles also. Uh, so, so yeah, so I'll like for in that way I'll let's create a detailed storyboard. Now the next process is actually creation of the scenes, right? The visual scenes. Now the now let's say six to eight hours is done. Like I'll probably have another forty hours where I'll probably also sleep. Uh, so, uh, so I'll, all in all, you will have somewhere around twenty-four to thirty hours to do the visuals, right? Uh, so for that, what I do is like now that I have a sequence of shots, like sequence of scenes that I would uh, want in a movie, I would go to MidJourney or like any of the other tools. I generally use MidJourney because I have been experimenting it uh, with it since the last seven, eight months, uh, and I create really realistic, realistic images there uh, like kind of upscale it. Now people have different tools to upscale, like Magnific, upscaly and all. I generally do it on mid-journey itself. Uh, then I take those scenes and put it in a video creation, uh, AI, which like for me, I use runway, I've used earlier Pika Labs, Moon Valley and stuff, but I think runway is something that gives, uh, some sort of, uh, controllability in the tool. So I use runway, uh, to generate some scenes uh now once your scenes are done uh now you need an editor like a video editor now again runway is not just a video creation platform it's also like a like a complete suite of video editing and stuff so i do my video editing on runway itself uh now for the scenes that i had generated let's say 50 scenes and let's say there would be two characters three characters or whatever right like for those two three characters you need some sort of voiceover now for voiceover, I generally use 11 labs, uh, like, let's say there is a female character, there's a, there's an old character, whatever, right? So they have like different, different sort of, uh, characters in build. So I take those characters and I, let's say I change modularity and this playback speed and all, depending on what kind of, let's say an old man sitting quietly probably would have a slower voice someone who is very excited like old man again excited probably would have let's say a faster voice right so you do those smaller changes in 11 labs uh then i put all of that in the runway editing studio and then like that's how something is generated again uh, apart from that you would also have some sort of background music which i take from epidemic all of this are paid tools like i pay for those tools you could also have some free tools like the free trial and stuff, but generally like to create something professional, uh, you need longer, like more credits, longer duration. So, uh, you probably have to pay for at least the starter packs. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's, so these are all the tools I generally use to create a movie, like all the ratings done in runway for this particular movie, though, the, uh, the climate monster, uh, because Sora already had a lot of clips. So I took clips from Sora's website all again, like I, I generated a lot of clips from Runway itself, but a lot of clips was also taken from Sora. So, so yeah, so that's, uh, so that's how, that's how the movie is done. That's the process. And, uh, like this is the 48 hour process. Now the next 24 hours is when you like go into a lot of other details, you see, if, let's say, uh, let's say for example scene one to scene two there's a sudden shift so you go and like retrospect like can i make it better like can i introduce some motion effects here or whatever right so uh so yeah so that that's how it's done and again, i'm not a filmmaker at such so uh so this is this is a trial and error method for me for right now so i and the trial and error i just wanted to reduce it to the 72 hour window So so yeah so that's that's my process that I've been following since past couple of movies.
2: Wow, that is really fascinating, right? That uh, the process and you know that you can do everything with AI, and um, you know so so I think one of the themes we we are looking at is like you know connecting the you know AI with not just marketing and advertise, advertising but you know also it's something that like you know the climate change is like really important right and it's really yeah. good to see that happen that people are using it for, for stuff like that um so, so i was wondering uh so far since you put the movie out there what has been the feedback what have you received feedback wise
1: so I actually didn't launch it on a lot of platforms right now. I did it on LinkedIn and obviously the link is related to, to YouTube. So I think, uh, all in all in all across all platforms, uh, somewhere around 700 to 800 people have actually watched the full movie. Uh, and on LinkedIn, I've got a lot of messages, uh, people who let's say, want to use this for some other purpose. I in fact got a message from epidemic music, uh, themselves, uh, people who want to use uh, similar stuff to put their brand across, uh, or like people who want to put some message across. And of course, apart from that, a lot of just like messages praising the work. Uh, But yeah, like, right till now, it's been what, like, three, four days or something like, uh, it's, it's about people just uh, seeing the possibilities of what we can create with AI, like, uh, with a minimal effort, like what we can just like some magic that we just could be created probably in a day or two right so that's that's what people's feedback has been all about
0: that's um that's really amazing and i I do find this uh to be really inspiring as well because you've taken um something so personal and something that's impacted you and and created this um uh movie using um ai and and learning as you as you go as well i think that's really really fascinating and um it's great that like 800 people have watched it and hopefully a lot more will watch it and you know there's a real interest that like, as soon as i saw your post i was i was like yes i have to message uh sudanshi and uh and find out more and i'm glad you're here speaking to us today um so i've got another question for you so um can you share um any specific moments or revelations during the filmmaking process that reinforced your belief in the power of ai to transform creative expression and advocacy
1: yeah there's a lot of moments of shock all across Mm -hmm. Uh, so this was probably the third complete short movie that i made and in in this one itself like I had the process all over again like where I was feeling like wow like at the end of 48 hours you'd be like feeling what like we could just create this out of nothing so and I'm again I'm repeating it but I'm not a filmmaker like someone who just has an idea probably 48 hours back 48 hours back or 24 hours back a day back right like now you have something in front of you which is which is watchable which is which people can relate to, which people can understand, uh, is something that you could not think about. Like I I don't have a cameraman, I don't have someone writing dialogues for me, right? I don't have someone let's say sketching for me or whatever, right? Like it's just someone sitting in like a lab rat or something, just sitting and creating something out of thin air, right? That that's that's again a shock. Uh and it's still shocking for me whenever I sit on let's say runway or mid-journey or something. Uh yeah that's that apart from that i think in just in terms of the quality of output right like i've let's say i thought of a scene a particular scene this is how it should be and uh, when it renders on let's say my journey or runway and the and let's say it comes out really really well that's where you just feel that happiness right like that's like a. So I'm a product manager, I've launched a lot of products like which like people, uh, people use, right? But that process is again, longer, it's not something which renders immediately, or which is just completed in 24. Hours. It just takes time, let's say a week or a two. Now here, like in some, you just render it, it's and something like amazing in, is in front of you, right? Like, so that's, that's definitely a shocker and a relevation for me.
2: So in terms of like, you know, uh, what does it mean for you, like going forward, right? That you can do these things or, you know, and I, I notice you keep mentioning you're not a filmmaker and you can create something that's pretty uh, put together, you know, like what what do you think that means for you as a person and, you know, with curiosity around uh, AI and all of that?
1: Yes. so. Uh... So I'm someone who does a lot of thought simulation and this is some, not something new like the like I probably got access to a, like a PC back when I was probably 11 years old. Right. Since then, like I I keep on thinking about ideas and I let's just just Google something and then do write something like scribble something. Right. For example, what if humans have green blood instead of red blood? Right. Like this is just a thought simulation that you think of. Uh, now with AI, like you could actually make something out of it. Even if, it, let's say, it's not a movie, it's a it's a blog, it's a doc, whatever, right? Like it's just an image, and you could put it out as easily as that. Like someone probably would take that image or uh, or that creation and probably could move forward and create something much more useful than I could, right? So that's what excites me. And just for this particular part, the movie part i think i have ideas for the next one year at least where i will just keep on creating these concepts in fact i'll just give a teaser to one of the next movies that i'm doing it celebrates uh, in like in distant future somewhere around uh, 25th century like humans have cracked time travel and to celebrate 100 years like 100 years after that to celebrate 100 years of human time travel humans are throwing a like a grand cosmic dj party <laughs> and uh, like a lot of important characters from human history have been invited to the party, like like Gandhi, Buddha, Sunzu, Machiavelli, whatever, like Alexander, whatever, like they ha- all have been invited to the party. So yeah, this is this thought simulation that you do, and probably once you do this, a lot of other things start coming out. Like this could be shock factor for a lot of people, and they would take this and create even bet- like bigger ideas, better ideas. For right now, for me, it's just, uh, like bringing my ideas to life, which were lying in my talks and, uh, whatever diaries, right. Since past so many years. So, yeah. And, uh, apart from that, like I have actually helped a few brands to create some of their, like, uh, like ads, visuals and stuff. So that's something that I was doing freelancing. Uh, but the, the primary thing is just putting your ideas to life right now. I don't care much about the eyeballs. Uh, it's just something that is experiment for me. Uh, so yeah, so that's, so that's what the plan is for now. I don't know one year from now. So for the next few months, that's what I plan to do.
0: Um, that oh, sounds really, sorry. sorry. I was just gonna say that sounds really amazing. And then I'm going to pass to Iron.
2: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, uh i got recently into uh dali i don't know if you know if you're aware with like the visuals and i'm just like wow and now you know there's this other element oh now you can take these pictures and actually create something like connected um so, so this is really cool to hear and also um i really like the idea of time travel your next movie i'm already like keen to watch (laughs) um is it going to be different uh this time around your next piece
1: yes like i i learned a lot since the last three movies right the fine easy of the movie making itself the camera angles and stuff so my prompts this time would be a lot lot better uh of course the dialogues i would like like to spend more time on it because last time i did it in a hurry uh So yeah, so it should be should be better, should be better. Yeah, Uh, I just secretly wish that I get early access to Sora. Uh, That would make the movie much better. But apart from that, also like we could, I'll I'll create a better movie. Yeah.
2: Maybe someone is listening who works at Sora. You said.
1: Sora, yeah, OpenAI Sora, yeah.
2: Needs access.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I hope yeah. so.
0: Give Shu access if you're listening. Things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm really interested. You talked about you've learned a lot uh, in this process. And um, uh, another question I had for you is what challenges did you encounter during the process of creating um, this AI-based film and how did you overcome them?
1: Okay. Um, so I think... Uh, so I, I was, again, experimenting with a lot of these videos and stuff, but the real uh, the game became serious when I, again, took part in that movie competition, right? Now because you had that 48 hours, like uh, it was a 48 hours, sort of a 48 hours hackathon to create it, right? So you didn't have much time for errors, right? Now you have to learn on the job. now before this 48 hours, I had never created a storyboard in my life, right? Like storyboard is essential to movie making. Now I never, I didn't even knew about storyboarding. Right. So, so, uh, again, interacted with the community in runway and, uh, discovered storyboarding, uh, decided that let, let chat do it because I am not a movie maker. Again, I would not know how a storyboarding happens. Uh, so that was again, something, so, uh, because I don't know the art of movie making, right? Like there is this dialogues, there's voiceovers, there's background music. Now, background music is not just one music. There could be multiple layers of music, right? Uh, now, all of those would have, let's say, different volumes to it. Then again, the transition between scenes. Uh, now, if you have a complicated story, how how will you, let's say, show some flashbacks uh, of the previous part of the movie? All that needs to be typed in a way that people actually relate to uh people feel engaged and uh, at the same time it should just be entertaining and fulfills whatever the objective like for example my previous movie karma karma engine karma machine was not for a particular purpose like it was ba- essentially sort of showing the visuals it was talking about karma uh this time the objective was to like specifically focus on climate change right so the challenge with creating the short movies, two minutes, three minute movies, is that uh, you need to have a like a really good, simple or complex story, depending on the topic, in in a way that is engaging, right? Uh, apart from that, there are a lot of challenges with the tools itself. Now, uh, uh, like let's leave Sora out of the picture. The tools that we have today, that we can use today, Runway, Pika Labs and all, they generate like really shorter clips. They generate like four second clips, right? Now, if you have let's say multiple four-second clips in our three-minute movies, like you would just be switching between scenes, multiple scenes, right? Like just think of let's say a three-minute movie, like you would have like 60 scenes. So, So in that sense, it becomes really important to stitch the scenes in a way so that it doesn't feel it's not a sensory overload on the viewer, right? Like it's not too many scenes for the viewer so so that's something again learned on the job uh, apart from that the dialogues itself uh the the voiceover itself the ai voice whatever advancements 11 labs or Lovo ai and guys have done but still it's sort of robotic it's like you have to manipulate a lot the platforms to give you uh the voices that like you wish for like for example you have to like put in a lot of commas like exclamation marks like and a lot of syntaxes in between to make it sound like real humans right so that's again something that uh like that was a challenge uh so yeah so this is where the challenge is like overall plus the the fact that you are creating something in a short period of time itself was a challenge but now three movies down I'm like, yeah, like we can do this probably not even 72 hours. I could do this in 24 hours. Right. So, so that's, that's, that's exciting. Yeah.
2: So today I, you know, I was experimenting with TikTok and there was a filter, a voice filter that, that really shocked me. So okay. the video I was recording, it just mapped another voice on top of it. But you know the way the like you know the, it was like my rhythm the way I was speaking but just with a completely different voice, and I was yeah. just like shocked. It's possible, like you know the things that are possible. It's just yeah. insane. And uh, what I'm hearing is like yeah, it's like you have to experiment with uh how you get the person to sound human, like the narrator or something like that, right?
1: Yes yeah so uh the voiceover so there's two parts to it one is let's say text to voice the other is voice to voice probably the one that you are talking about is a voice to voice right like you put in your voice and you want it to uh generate in some other voice more, like it's a voice modulation uh for me uh the text to voice worked because uh for me recording my voice for the voiceover and then putting into modulation is an extra work uh Text to voice work for me better because like I have dialogues written out. I just put it in a tool and get the things done. Plus, uh if let's say I'm creating a movie for Western audiences, right? Or let's say global audiences, my accent would be a lot more Indian if I do voice modulation. So well, it's just better.
2: So the weird thing was I sounded posh british suddenly <laughs> <laughs> like it changed the pronunciation like really it was scared it really creeped me out i was like nice. oh, this is weird so and um but yeah uh, accents right because we are so, like you know here's the thing in the western world we are so used to our english accents but actually you know i i feel like it's nice to hear someone from another part of the world speak with a different accent and we get used to it because that's not, not okay, you know, for us to, you know, just to be exposed to American English or British English. It's nice yeah. to hear someone from India speak English.
1: Yeah. But if you see those platforms, you would not find, uh, any other accent apart from let's say European accents or, uh, the U S accent, right? Like, uh, so that's probably something that they will solve for in the later months or later years. But right now, uh, for me, if, let's say I'm creating a character which looks Western, right? Uh, or let's say the scenarios, the scenes are Western, like I need to put, I need to have a Western voice to it. Right. I cannot use my own voice to modulate it, but at the same time, so if you see my background, right, right now, so it's from one of my movies called Karma Engine. So the scene, a large part of it is in ancient India, wherein the terms used are, let's say like karma dharma and all right like now if let's say i put that in uh 11 labs it gives me accent which probably doesn't justify the word it should just the particular part should be an indian accent word right so that's something that is still challenging i haven't solved for it yet but probably i'll do cut paste here probably voice model like text to voice voice modulation then text to voice for this part so, so yeah, let's see how does that work? But yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Go no,
0: ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, i sorry. I interrupted you.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the one that I was talking about, uh, in TikTok, right. So, uh, the tools, apart from the tools that I mentioned, right. In fact, TikTok's own models, like I am I'm not seeing the voice models, but there was a very interesting, uh, like visual model from ByteDance, dance, which was just before Sora, that was probably the best model I'd seen. Like it, it actually took in the objects and made it natural movement. In Runway, I had to experiment. I had to literally say that move my hand in x axis, y axis, and z axis, or move the water in x axis and y axis. Like I had to think a lot about the physics of the movement. Right now, with the I think the tool was called boximation or something by by Dance that became easier like where i just put in an arrow and it would just think of moments of its own now obviously sora took it to a different level altogether uh, so so yeah so now like even think about it like this Python launched it probably 2 weeks back it's all, it's already archaic right like it's it's already old <laughs> so so
0: yeah yeah um yeah it's like a fast moving world but i, I just want to go back to what you said about accents um and i know i'm i have a i have an english accent when i'm speaking to you right now but i am a brown person like my grandparents are from um uh, Kashmir, um in pakistan okay. um okay. so for me it's really important also um you know, when it comes to ai um because i also i have an ai startup uh, also where we're looking at using ai for lung cancer diagnosis and treatment um one of the biggest challenges is bias and that's like already coming through like you didn't even have to talk about it for for it to surface in the conversation we're having where you know you you know when you talk about um the western accent and the english and the american accent being the default and you know words like karma not really taking on the meaning or the pronunciation that they should right so that, that 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 challenge still exists like even right now in 2024 so do you have any thoughts about that
1: Yes, so that's one of the problems that I am uh, like passionate about, and uh, we'll look into this here. Uh, so the civilizational aspect of it, right? Like the models that are that has been made, the more it has been trained on the data, the, the obviously the data that is available, and it's majorly Western, right? The data is majorly Western. They would obviously, let's say, they OpenAI decides to make a model customized for India the core data would obviously still be the data, the pre-trained data that I've trained on, right? And similar, it's same for a lot of other like Silicon Valley based uh, models or even Mistral based in Europe, right? So that's definitely one of the challenges wherein in the foundational model itself, when you train the data, you need those final aspects of a particular civilization for example the Indian civilization uh, or let's say the Chinese civilization like whatever right like the 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 Middle Eastern civilization or even the smaller civilizations like let's say Peruvian or whatever right so you need those finer details people from those societies coming in and contributing to the synthetic data creation here so uh, so that's something that's a challenge and I don't think some anyone has solved really well till now uh, and that needs to be solved like that probably needs to be solved at a local level. See, that has been solved a bit on the NLP side, the text model side, but not on a visual side. For example, we have, let's say, a few large startups here in India, and one from Ola called Krutim and stuff, who are making uh, models on Indian languages, right? Like those are large LLM models on Indian languages, like 20 Indian languages, right? So they're solving for text, uh, but not for visuals, or even a multimodal model like if i have to talk about it so uh, so that's definitely a challenge that people should solve start solving at least right now and not let's say as an afterthought uh mm-hmm. so one of the tweets that i did sometime back uh a professor actually went ahead and uh, like involved uh, australian aboriginals in training uh, in training uh like a speech model right so uh, now they might have different sort of accents. Like, let's say a group in Perth, like a tribe, like a tribe near Perth might have a different accent uh, than a like a tribe near the southern coast of Australia, right? Uh, so, so those are something that needs to be done via ground, like done through people on the ground, right? So, uh, that's a problem that definitely needs to be solved, needs to be taken care of and should be solved now since like uh like there's a chances of manipulation like chances of man- manipulation increasing with models like sora and stuff you can talk about the AI models as well like the challenges that the visual models are facing today and that needs to be solved yeah, so, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, I feel like I could talk to you for hours, but I know that you know we did say we were going to try and wrap up. So I'm going to ask you one more question, and then I'm going to pass yeah. to Ian, and then we can we can kind of uh, wrap up if that's okay with you. So, uh, and I'm also going to ask you to to guess at the end about the ChatGPT versus human questions. Um, uh-huh. so my final question is: What ethical considerations did you take into account when using AI to create this film?
1: Okay so the tools that i use uh, like runway and stuff already have some sort of uh, inbuilt consideration safety considerations for example you cannot show scenes with blood in it like you will not have clips that would be would ha- have some sort of blood spillage anywhere right uh so that was definitely one of the things that tools took care. Of. But again, like we have tools like mid journey where we don't have a lot of copyright issues today that probably helps a lot of people to generate fancy things and have popular pop characters in it. Uh, but in just in terms of ethics, what, uh, what I thought was. I'll refer authentic text while creating something, for example, karma engine, right? When I created, I referred the text where karma is mentioned as a concept rather than just let's say thinking something of my own and putting it out uh in fact the quotes that i also wrote in the movie has is, is from the original text right uh similarly for climate i again refer to the climate materials from my course that i did uh to to write certain quotes uh so yeah so that's so that's something like just refer the original authentic uh, text or sources and stuff obviously you could modify and give it your own test but uh, it's it's like a a research paper like you need to be ethical and give in sources from where you uh, picked up things and you need to do it in the right way because like there's a lot of chances of manipulation here like just create a concept and tell that it's my own creation or like uh like put in wrong ideas in the world right so that's something that i obviously didn't want to do so so yeah
2: wow so like uh from I mentioned at the beginning we are doing a little bit of a touring test so and, um actually ah, so you're doing
1: touring test okay
2: yeah, maybe, Fema, you can, you can go ahead and ask the questions.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not going to ask you which ones because we went through so many questions and the conversation was so engaging. But I'm going to ask you to guess how many questions, uh, all the questions I asked you were from ChatGPT.
1: Oh, OK, nice. Mm, maybe three?
0: Yes, it was three. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> fail
2: fail chat gpt failed again
0: <laughs> um, yeah great guess yeah it was three. <laughs> it was exactly three um yeah, so but i just i just found um your work so fascinating and and you know you as a person are really engaging and i don't really need to feel the need to go through too many chat gpt questions but i still felt for the sake of the our podcast and the experiment. I should ask at least three. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm just because I just want to say for you know, thank you so much for you know coming and speaking to us. Um, your film is great. Do you want to just tell our audience again what it's called so they can go and check it out? And we will share the links in the in the notes. Um, just just give us the name of the film again for our audience. Yes,
1: called the Climate Monster. You could just yeah. search it on YouTube and it'll probably appear in the top three results.
0: Yeah, you know it, it's it's a fantastic film. Everyone should check it out, and you've done a great job with it. Um, and then, Iron, do you have any anything for Sudan Xu that you'd like to say before we finish?
2: Thank you for joining us today and participating. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, thank you
0: a lot
1: for having me. Yeah, it's been really like great. Learned
0: a um, lot from you we've learned a lot from you and it's been really great to have you on the podcast and please do keep in touch. We're really looking forward to seeing um, your work in the future as well. So thank you very much.
1: Thank, thanks a lot. I'm also excited to see what you guys bring up in the next few episodes.